والله كل الطلاقين متفجرين. I was hit by an explosive bullet in the arteries, veins and nerve and another one in the bones. I have a 15 centimeter bone fracture. My injuries are so difficult. The doctors are trying to refer me to hospitals outside Gaza, but I'm still waiting. Hello, I'm Matt Wells, and that was Hassan, one of the young Palestinians you're about to hear in this UN News podcast. A rare opportunity to get a sense of what life's really like for civilians who live inside the Gaza Strip. Thanks to the UN office which coordinates humanitarian affairs around the world, OCHA, the chief of our Arabic service, Rima Baza, was able to get access to the enclave, blockaded by Israel, where around two million civilians have found it increasingly hard to survive, with their own political destiny at home controlled by the militant group Hamas. For this first in-depth report from inside Gaza, Reem went to the Al-Shifa hospital, which, like every other public service, is struggling due to a lack of basic supplies, financial support and even electricity to power operating rooms for much of each day. As we visited the hospital with humanitarian coordinator Jamie McAldrick, many of the doctors in Al-Shifa expressed frustration and helplessness due to the lack of much-needed medicines and medical supplies. Mr. McGoldrick told me the crisis has been going on for years now. The health sector here has been under severe uh, funding shortages for, for years. The blockade for the last 12 years by Israel has prevented goods coming in, movement. Uh, the lack of supply of key essential drugs has been uh, one of the reasons why, and the salary problem is one of the reasons why the hospitals don't operate properly. He observed that around 20,000 Palestinians have been injured in the demonstrations, mainly at the border fence with Israel, commonly known here in Gaza as the March of Great Return. We can see that many of the victims suffered gunshot wounds below the knee. And so what we saw today in the hospital was uh, hundreds of young men and women who have been shot below who need um, at least six or seven very complicated vascular bone reconstruction surgeries, which will take maybe two years, seven or eight operations, and it will cost millions of dollars. It needs technical support, it needs technical ability, it needs resources that this hospital, that this Gaza Strip doesn't have. The lack of necessary resources and the increased number of injuries have compelled the hospital to postpone around 8,000 elective surgeries for cancer and heart disease patients and others. One patient, Mahmoud, who is 29 years old and owns a grocery store here in Gaza, was injured while taking part in one of the demonstrations. I was injured by an explosive bullet while participating in the protest. My health situation is difficult. I lost some bones in my leg. The doctors say that my treatment will take between three and four years. Another protester, 32-year-old Hassan Haniya, who was also injured during the protests, expressed hope that the blockade would be lifted so people in Gaza could live decent lives. I was hit by an explosive bullet in the arteries, veins and nerve and another one in the bones. I have a 15-centimeter bone fracture. My injuries are so difficult. The doctors are trying to refer me to hospitals outside Gaza, but I'm still waiting. One of the doctors, Dr. Mahmoud Matar, a senior medical officer in Al-Shifa, told you a news that the worst feeling for doctors was the sense of inability and helplessness when it comes to treating patients. Sometimes, he said, he wished he had never become a doctor. 
The basic capabilities of the hospitals after 12 years of blockade are diminishing, so you can imagine how the situation is when it comes to the tools needed to heal complicated broken bones. We can barely divide our limited tools among some patients, while we can't do anything for others. If we manage to save the leg and prevent amputation, the injuries most likely will lead to a permanent disability. Dr. Mutter stressed the need to end the recurring bloodshed. He issued a plea to the international community to help the hospitals in Gaza by providing them with the essential medicines and medical items needed to deal with the huge number of injured people, far more than hospitals here in Gaza can cope with. The director of El Shifa Hospital, Dr. Medhat Abbas, said that in his 30-year medical career, he had never seen a hospital that was incapable of providing food for its patients, something that's crucial for the healing process. He also lamented that many patients are forced to sleep in the hallways of the hospital because there aren't enough rooms for them to be admitted properly. Since May, the Palestinian hospitals haven't been able to provide food for its patients. There are also severe shortages in medicine, salaries, medical supplies, spare parts, and the number of beds for the patients. Every day there are patients who sleep in the halls of the hospitals because there is no enough rooms. Also, we can't support the number of volunteers who want to help because we can't give them the cost of their transportation to the hospital. There is also the salaries crisis which affect the Gaza staff and the Palestinian authorities in Gaza. Some people get 40% of their salaries and the others get 50. One of the officials most concerned about Gaza's health crisis is the World Health Organization representative in Gaza, Dr. Mahmoud Daher. He said that more than 50% of the medical cases that need transfer from Gaza for the patients to get better treatment don't get the necessary permits from Israeli authorities to leave. The Gaza Strip is facing a very difficult period for more than 10 years. That includes the blockade and the deterioration of the social indicators, in addition to the increase in poverty and unemployment. There is a big need to refer many patients to hospitals outside Gaza to get the necessary treatment. Every year, more than 24,000 people apply for permits to get their treatment because of the lack of capacity in Gaza. Most of the severe medical cases or referrals usually go to hospitals in Jerusalem, Jordan and Egypt. But because of the Israeli border closure or blockade, UN Humanitarian Coordinator for the Occupied Palestinian Territory, Jamie McGoldrick, said people in Gaza have no alternative but to stay in the overwhelmed hospitals at home. There's no alternatives. I mean, you can't go anywhere else. Yeah. People are stuck here. They have to actually go for treatment here. So we have to improve the ability for hospitals here to take on the cases, to treat the cases, and to give people a chance for you know a better life. And uh, that takes money, it takes support, it takes commitment. And unfortunately, right now, we can't see it so consistently. The only solution is a political solution, according to the UN humanitarian coordinator. But until then, Jimmy McGoldrick is pleading with the donor community to increase its support for life-saving services in Gaza. Well, that was Rima Baza, chief of our UN News Arabic service, who was able to get access to Gaza in early November, thanks to the UN Humanitarian Affairs Office, OCHA. Listen out for more special coverage from there, here on our Lidizon podcast show, 
I'm Matt Wells. And for all of us here at UN News, thanks for listening.